Hey everyone, welcome to the Stereoscope. My name is Shouty, and I'm here with my friend Quietie. Today we're going to talk about a movie that we... Hi. Yeah, we... What movie did we see? Uh, God, can, you, can you talk louder, dude? Okay, I'll try. Is this better? Yeah, you're, no, you're practically whispering. It's just... No, I'm not whispering. No, no, no. You're, you're actually whispering. It's I'll, like... move, I'll move the mic closer to my mouth. Dude! What? This is the whole gimmick. I'm shouty and you're quietie. Okay, so is it a sign wrong? No, d- dude, I don't even, you're like, you're like talking to a fast food guy. What? Uh, is is Mike not close enough? Yeah, is that complete order? Alright, now what you're saying is basically inaudible, but I'm pretty sure it was uh, offensive. Shut up and sit down. Alright, this episode this episode needs a Tim Burton esque intro. Is it ready? Bum 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 Helena Bottom Carter. Bum 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 You guys see my artsy stuff. Coraline. Bum Johnny Depp. Other movies I take credit for. Do you think Johnny Depp Nightmare and, Before Christmas? Do you think Johnny Depp and Helena Bonham Carter and Tim have like had threesomes? No. I think Johnny Depp can do way, way better. Well, have you course. actually looked at a picture of Tim Burton? Yeah. He looks like a Tim Burton creation. Yeah, he does. But a little too gross. Yeah. yeah. He's more Cronenbergy than than Burtony. Yeah, I can see that. Hey guys, welcome to Stereoscope. Hey. We just watched the 1989 Batman, or, well, sort of, we'll talk As about As directed it. by Tim, Timothy Burton Ton. And we also watched the <clears throat> season 19 premiere of South Park. Might get into that, too. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> overall, what, do you, what did you think about this? Well, I was saying to you, I usually, I'm not just saying this, I don't have a hard time finishing movies, even bad movies, even failure to launch, <laughs> fool's gold. Just name the bad McConaughey movie. Uh, mud. I'll I hey mud. you shut your mouth about mud. <laughs> <laughs> but you name a bad movie like I'm like you yeah that's fine I'll watch like the wedding planner or something and I won't have a problem. I've never seen Geely, but oh. I would watch it gladly. I had a hard time sitting through this one. I've tried to watch it in the past too and had the same result but i knew we were talking about it so i had yeah. to stick it through but i like had to like pause and like stretch and like <laughs> just take like a mental breather i don't know i uh yeah i know people like this movie for some reason i'm just gonna put it out there that if you're someone who's crazy well in favor of this movie just hear us out maybe think about if you've seen it recently or if you're just going off your memory compare away Compared to the George Clooney ones, it's easy to make this one look good. Here's the thing. We're going to see that soon because I think we should go through all of them. I do too. I'm really happy to do that. 
So should we I start can't... with the entire 60s television series starring Adam West? You didn't watch that? I just spent I I 300 it. hours. Oh. It's probably not actually that much, right? Isn't it one of those no. shows where it's, it's actually... Like seasons or something. Yeah, that's a crazy about old TV shows where you're like, wait, that's like a huge institution, but there's only like... 14 episodes wrong, of and it's it. Been, it's been live airing since 1966. No, it's, it's absolutely not been. <laughs> the thing is, I haven't seen those movies in a long time. So I yeah. have to admit, like, I've, I mean, I've seen large parts of the goofy one, with Batman and Robin, the one with Mr. Freeze and stuff. But it's my guess that I will have a much better time watching those movies. Yeah. I think there's something goofy and corny and silly about those movies that's way more fun. And just picturing, like... George Clooney, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'd much rather see him. Even Val Kilmer, like, uh, we'll get into it. But yeah, I'm just going to say, people, hear us out. But if you don't want to hear people bash the 89 Batman, maybe listen to another episode of us. Oh, we love Batman. We love the character. I'm saying for people who love the movie. Oh, I see. And in trying to, like, read some reviews of people who like this movie, because I'm genuinely, I'm to the level where I'm genuinely confused how anyone could love this movie or even like it a lot but it seems to be a lot of nostalgia it seems to be a lot of people who like this was the first big comic book thing i mean like uh, aside from the the well, superman movies yeah you pretty much this was the first big one and i think also people were only comparing it to the adam west thing well the first batman movie ever made was technically a 15 chapter serial film you're talking about like a silent movie right in 1943 Oh, was it that late? I thought there was like a silent Batman movie or something. Yeah. So there well, was a Batman movie. The plot is sound. based on Batman, a U.S. government agent, attempting to defeat the Japanese agent, Dr. Daka, at the height of World War II. Whoa. I wonder why nobody talks about this. I'm going to have to look this up. This sounds <laughs> yeah. interesting. Um, and his Batcave was the grandfather clock entrance. To what? Like, instead of going underground, he entered through uh, a grandfather clock. Oh, oh, okay. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Um, well, right away... Well, I shouldn't say that. Are we going to go through scene by scene-ish? Well, Would you like to me, tackle I, it that way? I have way? a few questions for you, and then I think Ask we should away. do that. Okay. What are your thoughts on Tim Burton in general, as a movie lover? That is a good place to start. I think he has a couple movies you have to give him credit for. Yeah. Which think, ones are they? I think Ed Wood, probably. I've, I haven't seen every single one of his movies. So Ed I'll say Wood. I've not seen that one. Ed Wood is a phenomenal movie. One of the least Tim Burton movies, too. I've seen Ed Wood Scissorhands. Are you is that for... Nope. Different one. Same actor. <laughs> but hey, that was actually kind of funny. Thank you. Um, it's about like a terrible film director. Like a really <laughs> schlocky director from like oh, i want to say the 50s um mm-hmm. he's a very famous character who just made the world's worst movies like really shitty b pictures of like <laughs> aliens and like oh the nice. spacecraft looks totally awful like yeah. it looks like it's being held from a wire um anyways so that's a great johnny Depp performance and a great movie um i haven't seen big fish in a while i've, I've seen that ever ever, ever. yeah i seem to remember that being really good um what else in general, though, I'm dancing around the fact that I don't think I find him really overpraised. I find him like just really. Let's say this: I once during my time that in college, I had a roommate who heard I was a film major, and then he goes, "Oh, I'm kind of like I'm studying stuff in film. Like, oh, this is gonna be awesome." And then when I asked his favorite director, and it came back Tim Burton, it got like 
a visceral reaction? Uh, yeah, I couldn't help but be. I didn't show it to him, but I was like, Ugh. if you tell me your favorite director is Tim Burton, it's weird. I don't know how to describe yeah. it, but it's yeah, not yeah, a good yeah. sign that you have amazing, like, I don't know. It's, um, I think he's very, he's known for having, like, a really big aesthetic or something. Mm-hmm. He's style. And so a- I think it's just that, like, I don't know, it's akin to saying, like, M. Night Shyamalan is, like, a great writer. It's like, no, you're, like, very aware of his writing because, like, he throws in it's very obvious junky plot twists yeah. and stuff that's, like, obvious. But that's not really what writing is. And then, so, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll admit I haven't seen... You know, I've never seen Pee Wee's Big Adventure. Oh, kind of want to, kind of want to really. Yeah, I was that as a kid. Okay, well, then, yeah. I mean, I was, I was gonna try to watch that before this, but I didn't get a chance. But uh, yeah, in general, I think I don't think he's a great director. As a kid, he's, I loved Nightmare Before Christmas. But here's that's the other thing is I don't think he's very talented, and I also think he steals credit for a lot of shit that's not his. Right, so and that he didn't make his. that movie. He Correct. didn't make Coraline. So I get really I get my nerves up about that too, yeah. where it's like, and but, that's what happens. Tell me that's not what happens too. When you talk to someone on the street and you ask them, they're not a movie person. They're like, oh, I like movies. Uh, well, I like because Tim Burton, the, the first movie they name is Nightmare Before Christmas. Because he, yeah, he put his name on top yeah. of the title. Which I'm not Tim taking Burton's anything Nightmare away from that Before movie. Christmas. I think as a kid that I was crazy about that movie. Yeah. Oh yeah, I haven't seen it. But in a while, as soon but. as it was associated with him, it became this like gothic thing yeah. that that kids loved yeah he carries this obnoxious persona that i like I almost really like an edgar Allan poe type of thing where it's yeah like, oh he right, definitely dude, styles himself that yeah. way who is it that makes fun of him for being like yeah, i guess maybe kevin smith in that long yeah. those long speeches he gives about him but uh yeah he just he's trying so hard to be artsy but i don't actually find him to be a very interesting artist yeah. you watch batman and the direction is beyond dull there's yeah. nothing interesting about it at all. I mean, you've got some interesting like sets and costumes, and so there's like some there's a t- someone's having a take on that part of it, the design part of it, the production yeah. design, but the actual like direction is just there's nothing there. I mean, it's yeah. it's actually absolutely devoid of personality. Correct. It's weird that he has this like big uh, reputation as being like some grand like stylist. It's kind of like super dull in this movie at least yeah um yeah well that was a long answer to your question no are you pretty much on the same yeah 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 yeah. i think he just has this like reputation of just he's i think he tries way too hard to be stylistic and he almost like pushes it down people's throats like look at this it's a tim burton movie okay get over it yeah yes and no it's like yeah and there's not much there to it like i wish i really honestly I honestly wish that the movie I had just watched, the Batman 89, was more. It should be more. I yeah. mean, it's like you, you're going with this crazy, like, the costumes just look like out of this, like, 20s gangster picture and all this stuff. Like, just go with it. Go in some direction. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. He also just, it's it's funny. It's like I, I sometimes have this suspicion about Johnny Depp, which is kind of related I think Johnny Depp throws around this persona that he's really artsy. Oh, I can't watch my own movies. Yeah. I'm fine with that. I mean, I'm, I bet if I was an actor, I couldn't watch myself. But the Johnny Depp thing is funny because I think the last like 10 years you've noticed he doesn't really do interesting movies. He just does the Pirates Weird movies. stuff, yeah. And especially before this Black Mask, uh, which is just coming out now. But before stuff like that, I mean, Mordecai. he was just in shit yeah he was in mordecai and pirates of the caribbean seven and it was like i think you're just a guy who likes to make money yeah 
and like bang hot girls in your palace in France. That's awesome. But like that's not the artsy image we have. Right. I'm pretty sure he's just like he thinks he's a very normal dude that like likes to amass huge amounts of wealth and yeah. fuck beautiful models. And that's cool, but it's not the like you know, artsy John Lennon y persona that he yeah, puts he out there. But I think Tim Burton is similar where it's like I don't think you really even read comic books. I think you just sort of like the images Skim of Skim them, yeah. Yeah. I have no no reason to believe that he like knows anything about Batman. I mean Right. And Kevin Smith quotes him as saying like he doesn't I don't know if that's a real quote, but where he's like, Oh, I don't read comic books. And yeah, no, like, I did I did read I that quote. Completely think it shows. I mean I think the guy yeah. Is he says I I read some other quote from him where he was talking about how he likes the image of Batman and the Joker. Mm-hmm. He was saying, "Oh, I don't really read comics," or he's saying he wasn't crazy about him. And I, which is, I think that shows he looks like he likes a couple images, and then he just kind of uh, whatever. Well, it's kind of weird because this movie felt a lot like a comic book, or not in a good way. Like it felt like it wasn't a comic book translated into film. It was like. Here's we copied and pasted the everything about this comic book, and and made it really goofy. Yeah, I hate I I don't like when people describe it that way because yeah, to me this is totally flat and lifeless. I mean, if like they think they took anything from like Dark Knight Returns or no no no, I would say like, it's more of Killing Joke, but but even that I don't remember the Killing Joke being anything like that where it's just like a dull lifeless Batman and a I mean certainly the particular. I think it was more about the Joker, the Joker than anything. Yeah, but <clears throat> I just think I, th- I really think it's just very surface with Tim Burton. I think he just likes that aesthetic in a shallow way, but I don't think he yeah. really has much understanding of mm-hmm. of the characters. And I mean, the same for Jack Nicholson. I mean, I love Jack Nicholson. Don't get me wrong, and I'm up for watching even some of his more heightened performances. I'm down for like The Shining, The Departed performances that don't have to be naturalistic in that way yeah but this one just feels forced this doesn't feel like he has any handle on the joker it's just he's just being forced every line you say look at me i'm crazy yeah just everything you say laugh everything you say laugh (laughs) did it feel forced to you i mean did it ever feel like you weren't just watching jack nicholson with a weird prosthetic on his face i honestly yes and i wish that i think this movie would have been way better if The Shining was just a prequel to this movie mm. and like at the end he turns into the Joker because he's going insane from like chasing his children around. They defrost him from the end of The Shining. I like that as an idea, but I don't think I don't think the character of the Joker seems insane. He just seems like a forced. I don't know. I never see well, no, him no, no, being no. insane. He's not actually that way. In the, He doesn't seem that way in the movie. Yeah. But that's what his character is supposed to be. Yes, I agree. Or at least that's what the original creators wanted. Although I'd argue, like, I'm not going to lay the blame for this movie on Jack Nicholson's performance. No, I wouldn't at either. all. Um, In fact, well, spoiler alert: at the end when he falls out of a building, I think his scene where he's like bleeding at the end is one of the creepiest images I'll never be able to get out of my head. When he's on the pavement, you mean? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, interesting. Yeah, just the blood all over. Oh God, it's still creepy to me, but. Obviously, I do like Heath Ledger's Joker way more. I was going to say, should we make... Comparisons? Maybe, well, I think I'm maybe making too much of a caveat here. Like, I, I'm just picturing a bunch of people listening to this that love this movie. <laughs> and I know that when I look up online, it's people that love this 
by way of hating Nolan. It's sort of like hmm. they defend this against Nolan lovers or they I, – I think you could totally – trash this movie without making any comparisons if this were the only batman movie ever made okay yeah i would hate it yeah i guarantee you i would hate it me too just having read the comic books that i have the just all of the batman that i love yeah and i wouldn't you know i wouldn't be able to point to a better version of the joker or a better version of bruce wayne but yeah um but okay. yeah if we want to have a section on nolan i mean yeah by all means okay so i actually think nicholson is it's the, that's the thing is like I don't think they had a unit they didn't have an idea of where they were going yeah and Nicholson does seem like he's in the universe of what they're going for sort of yeah um, sorry I feel like I just no, 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 to cool. um so the movie starts out with a couple poorly and a boy mm-hmm. and first of all we're led to believe that this is Batman as a boy and his parents well yeah, I mean, it could be certainly. Certainly, that's what we, I thought. We definitely in a, exist in a universe where We've decade seen it after decades, all. Well, also, I was going to say like all the time periods look the same. So whatever yeah. year Batman takes place in, the flashback to his parents takes place in an identical. Everyone's time. dressed the same, anyways. Yeah. So, first of all, I think the only way to 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 give away that this is not his parents mm-hmm. is because they ask for a cab to a hotel. Yeah, that is the funny part. Is like you're watching it and you're like, so maybe it's just a weird take on the Waynes where they're not yeah. rich. I my first or they thought don't was, live in Gotham. Well, my first thought was that it was the Waynes, but they refuse to spend their money <laughs> on like luxuries. Like they don't have a car service waiting for them, so they take a cab or they walk yeah. through an alley. <laughs> I don't know, but then I and then I just go, oh, it's not the Waynes. Then the boy's dad gets attacked. The mm-hmm. mom is left alone. Mm-hmm. Not very likely scenario, and very PG if you ask me. Definitely. Um, I think the only reason they did that is because they probably did not want to show like a murder of his parents, or Tim Burton just thought he was being really clever, and it really confused the shit out of me, and yeah. it bothered me because I was like, "Wait a minute, what the fuck was that?" And what's the point of that scene? There's no point. Yeah, the point is now we know that the criminals stole this money I, that we had to watch it like what's the i mean we think about it i mean what there's no part that like loops back to it and it's like remember us we were trying to get a cab to a hotel and you saved us batman thank you so much batman yeah like, there's no part where it just cuts back to this couple and boy. it's an incredible way to open the movie because i think nowadays you would just take for granted the fact that okay the opening is that happens and then batman swoops down and saves the family right I mean, think about, think about like when in the first Spider-Man, like Chris, Kirsten Dunst is getting attacked and then Spider-Man shows up and beats all the thugs. It would be that exact scene. Exactly. You don't have a scene where Kristen, uh, where Kirsten Dunst gets the shit beat out of her, her money, money taken. And then the next scene is Spider-Man intimidating those thugs yeah. the next day. Yeah. That's not how you write that scene. No. You don't. And he's not even like doing anything. He's just like, well, can you tell your friends that I'm Batman? Thanks. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Bye. Like, he just should have left his card or something. Like, yeah. It was... That was crazy. Very weird. And I think a lot of the image of Batman we have... You could c- criticize that it's too... He's everywhere. He's omnipresent. He's omni... Mm-hmm. Like, he's omnipotent. Like, it's... I get it. Maybe you don't want to have a Batman movie where he can magically be there to save everyone. Right. I'm up for that. Because certainly some comics go too far with that. You get the sense that... 
a crime couldn't possibly happen that he wouldn't be there for yeah. first. Which okay, but that I don't uh, that didn't seem like a conscious choice in that way. It just seemed like a lazy and just uh, just none of the fight scenes, none of the like him with the thugs. It just never looked good. Well, one fun thing about it's funny that you say thug because just looking through the IMDb for this movie, uh, I love that a lot of people are billed as goon. Mm, yeah, that's a very I played goon late eighties, nineties. Like, yeah, yeah, that does seem to fit with this this movie. Someone was goon, goon. Uh, given the thing goon in bell tower. Well, can you explain <laughs> to me? Oh, I like that goon in the bell tower. Uh-huh. Um, can you explain to me what universe this is? Even though, like, okay. what? What fucking time period did this take place in? I'm fine. I with know you that. alluded to that. I'm not okay with it. I'm okay. really upset about this because it is supposed to be sort of 80s ish, but at the same time, there's no point. There's no like 80s music except for the part where he's like destroying the paintings. Well, there's a prince. Yeah, there's a couple prince songs, right? There's yeah. during the parade. I uh, that's interesting. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with like because it's a fictional city and it's a fictional time. It's just meant to be an alternate universe, maybe. Yeah. Where time is like fashion looks uh, like it's Dick Tracy, but then I music sounds like it's terrible. Prince. And then th- th- why so much steam? There was so much steam on the streets of Gotham. I don't know. It's like a constant factory on the outside. Well, and everything just looks so cheap. Yeah. I think that's the other thing is I guess. I can never tell in this movie what's a conscious choice and what's not. Like, right. I'm, I'm up for some of the aesthetic. I think some of it looks nice and you're going, okay, this is just going to be a very, very, like, I hate saying comic book world, but, like, everything's almost just two-dimensional. Yeah. And you get these things that are just like, okay, this is very clearly a set. But also, like, you've only populated it with, like, 20 extras mm. so it just looks terrible it doesn't look like it's a city no so, like at what point is that a but then i don't think that's a choice because like the courthouse <sighs> scene a couple scenes look like that but then when he's driving through the streets they try to make it look more like a real city i've been to that ex- to many of the spots at the warner brothers lot like where they shoot those new york scenes yeah and they didn't dress it up at all like it just looks like when i saw it it just looks like they went there yeah. turned off some lights and were like Ta-da, Gotham. Yeah. Add some smoke. And it was just like, what the hell is this? I don't know. It just really pissed me off. It's a very weird look. Yeah. I mean, I got used to the dress At least. and stuff. I, do, I don't, you know, I don't mind that. I think if you want to make it in an alternate universe, that's probably a good idea. Because I think once you make a goofy version of Batman, if yeah. you're not trying to make the Nolan realistic thing, then yeah, that's fine. Let's make it look like it's more in an alternate thing. Yeah. Um, are we playing the game where we have to f- think of three things that we liked? Ooh, yeah, I guess we have to. Okay. I'll name uh, one thing. Okay. And I already forgot what it was. It's like a full-length movie. We should probably think of like five or something. Okay, like five that. things that we liked. Oh, no, I'm never I liked the scene that. with the Joker at the end with the cracked face. I thought okay. that was good. Um, I liked... Uh, oh, fuck. We should do it as we go through, though. Yeah, no, no. There was a part Which that was like... Came that up had to to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... um the streets, the flat oh, look of everything. I liked that even though there were different directors in the last, in like those 10 years, there was Tim Burton, Joel Schumacher, right? Mm-hmm, yeah. And, and Joel Schumacher did two of them. Um, You know what? I actually don't remember. So Tim Burton did the next one with the penguin. Yeah. And then did Schumacher do two? Or I don't know. 
Batman Forever and Batman Robin. Um, forgive us, people that are angry. Well, regardless, Michael Go was in all of those movies. Michael Go, who plays for people Alfred. at home. Yeah. He and was the same Alfred, Alfred in every movie. And I love Michael Caine, but I loved Alfred in this. Interesting. I think if you build Michael Caine and Michael Keaton in the same movie, it would have been confusing. I, I do think that actor fits this universe really yes. well. Agreed. But it, I just actually watching the movie hated the character. But Hello, I'm, Mr. Wayne. But I'm with you. Yeah, um, Joel Schumacher did direct Batman Forever, and uh, Batman Forever. Over. Yeah, the um, the very optimistic title, Batman Forever. This is when pointed out. It's gonna live on well, forever. A note on a note on that. Okay, I I mean I was gonna ask the bigger question of like, yeah. explain to me this universe. It's a universe where Bruce Wayne isn't famous. It's a universe where. He's not a very interesting person. Uh, we'll get all of this stuff later, but just the Alfred dynamic. What's He's, Alfred's role? It right. seems to be like Bruce Wayne is just some really. He's an art collector. Doofusy, scatterbrained, Magoo, Mr. Magoo type. Yeah. And then Alfred's job is to pick up his garbage. soda cans when yeah. Bruce Wayne sets them down in the wrong spot. Mm-hmm. So I get that part. But other than that, he seems to ruin everything and be. I mean, he's good at the their first date, but like he ruins the thing with Vicky Vale yeah. immediately. He just goes, "We're not gonna be anywhere." Completely <laughs> stupid, and then he also lets her into the Batcave without asking him. He doesn't get Batman's. Am I am I crazy? Did I miss something? No, no, no. Vicky Vale shows up with Alfred, and Bruce Wayne just has to be like, "Well, fuck. I guess you're in the Batcave now. I guess the jig is up." <laughs> I mean, what what is the? I don't. Know. I'm with you. In a sense, I like that actor. He seems like he fits with the, what they're going for, but the actual character of oh yeah, of yeah. Alfred I'll, is I'll just like that. oh my god, it's just no one in this universe is competent. How am I supposed to believe that he can be Batman and fight crime? I mean, <laughs> there was a part that really upset me. This is very random, but yeah, I didn't like. There was a part where the Joker starts to go out in public right after he becomes the Joker. Mm-hmm. And he's dressed up in a top hat with a cane. Yeah. He's not the fucking penguin. <laughs> Don't dress him up as the penguin and call him the Joker. Like, yeah. that's just stupid. You're alluding to something that isn't true. You're a big penguin guy. I'm, sure I'm really big into the, the penguin. Yeah. And I don't like that they tried to make him look like the penguin. It's just dumb. Well, who knows if that was on purpose or if... It probably I, was. I could see, like, Nicholson just standing up for, well, I want a top hat. Listen, uh, Jack. Um, that's another villain. You're totally ruining the. I well, I want it. Give me that. Give me that cane too. Well, no, Jack. That's also what the penguin uses. I mean, you could just see he doesn't give two flying fucks. Give maybe. me a cuckoo's nest. I don't know, man. Um, so can we talk about the gala, or did you have something before that? I have something before that. Okay. There was a piece of dialogue that I didn't quite understand. Vicky Vale is talking to. Is it Frank Knox? Knox, Fort, yeah. Fort Knox, mm-hmm. Fort okay. Knox, and uh, she's like, uh, she says something nice to him or something, and he's like, "Oh, will you take me out to dinner sometime?" Mm-hmm. And she's like, "Oh, sure." And he's like, "Good, I eat light." <laughs> Does he eat light bulbs? Does he eat like a fluorescent? No, I don't. T- no, he doesn't eat a lot of food. So say that. Don't. That's a prop. An improper way to speak English. Like I eat light. 
But if if we were going out to dinner and let's imagine you and I were about to go to dinner soon and you're like, well, I just ate a couple bagels. I'm kind of full. I just want something light. Is that okay? That's totally fine. Okay. But you, it's just the words eat light? I eat light. Oh. Okay. If you heard that out of context, no, you'd be like... No, I don't like, think he's a Batman villain who eats light rays of light. Hey, he doesn't hey the sun. Look out, the sun. I, I eat, eat light. light. That would be more like a Superman villain or maybe an X-Men Green villain. Lantern. I could see probably. like an X-Men. It would, have to, it would not be in this universe, certainly. No. A universe where Batman seems to have trouble with even just common thugs. I mean, the bell tower goon, if that's who we're referring to, like, <laughs> he almost gets the shippied out of him by just some random henchman who doesn't seem particularly skilled or strong. No. Which makes me wonder how Batman gets anything accomplished. And actually... Before the bat, before Joker pulls, I can't remember where when he reverses the table, but it seemed like the least interesting fight yet. It was like Batman gets past your goon, and then he, then he can totally take the Joker easily. Yeah, yeah. There's okay, not we'll get much. To that when we get there's to not it. much levels of that. Uh, no, I will sorry. say another thing that I liked. Wow, I think we're already? up to three. No, did you name two? Oh, I you did name two. I don't know if this counts, but I liked the lack of Dutch angles. <laughs> yeah. All right. Fair. Because the Joel Although Schumacher so boring that I pissed me really... off so much with the Dutch angles that, like, that's all I associate Batman with now. Like, the older yeah. Batman movies, I just think of, like, diagonal angle for no reason. And this did not have that, so I'm happy about that. See, but when you're talking about those movies looking worse by comparison, I'm still imagining those being more fun and more interesting. And Well, this will be interesting to watch them and, and see. But uh, Yeah, they were fun as a kid. This movie was amazingly not fun to me. Was this movie interesting to you? No. Because this was a chore for me to get through. Yeah, it was rough because there was no... Um, you know what? I will say another thing that I liked about it. Wow. This is interesting because four. I hated this movie. Yeah. Um, number four is that I like that they didn't spend too much time on the origin of Batman. Yeah. You know what? I did... Uh, that was one takeaway was like, wow, they do really just... They just jump right in. And Here's it's, the universe. You're all very familiar, obviously. Which is ironic because you that think was about the, one of the first ones. Yeah, you think about today, people are making that complaint all the time. They're like, dude, we don't need an origin story. Yeah. You're making a third reboot of Spider Man. Right. We don't need an origin story. Stop it. We know who Uncle Ben <laughs> is. Just start. And amazing. Yeah, one of the first comic book movies. Yeah. And you just went, fuck it. He's just Batman. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, but at least they don't explain who Alfred is. I mean, we're uh, obviously he's Butler. It is very light, yeah, and it's light on the um, on the parents thing. I mean, there really isn't that much with it, and it is that's all just a clumsy setup for Jack Napier being the one who killed them, anyways. So, if you think about it, yeah, that's barely, yeah, that's amazing. It's, yeah. yeah, it's in some ways impressive. I won't use that as one of mine because I don't think we should overlap. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's in some ways nice. It's in some ways I wish that current movies did that a little. Yeah, which is why it was a little misleading about the pacing. I was like, okay, this might be okay. The first time I saw it, I was like, cool. We don't have to waste time. He's already Batman. True. Although I think when you do it right, it's still an interesting part of the movies. Yeah. The thing is, I wouldn't trade Batman Begins. I did not love Batman Begins. You don't like there were him too becoming many martial arts scenes, and I was like, okay. okay so you I don't like it. him becoming Batman? I don't that think way. so because I think as a kid, I remember just seeing the Joel Schumacher movies, and it had nothing to do with uh, 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 Raj Al Ghul, and 
I don't really care for that. The like okay. training and uh, like I get it. It's part of it. Okay. But if there was a TMNT movie where it was just them and Splinter the whole time, I'd be like, all right, they're training. Let's go kick some butt. And it was just like, no, mm. no, no. We got to train, dude. Fair. <laughs> like if it was real time training. <clears throat> gotcha. It would just be like, all right. We much. get it. They have powers. That's why they're them. Otherwise, if I wanted to watch that, I would watch like a reality show about someone becoming a superhero, which I'm fighting, pitching like... now. That's fucking amazing. Why has nobody thought about this? The origin no. story of someone becoming a superhero? Doesn't, there's no superheroes, Aton. Yeah, or just like someone... If someone but was in like, real life, there is none. Yeah, but just imagine a show if it was like some guy in the South, a little bit overweight. Actually, no, let's make him super overweight. And he's like, mm-hmm. my biggest... Dream is to become <laughs> a mercenary, a one-man army. And they're yeah. like, all right, so you can't do that. Like, that's illegal. And he's just like, no, fuck it. I'm a bounty hunter now. Yeah. And they train him over time. This guy, like, starts to get, like, more and more business the stronger he gets. Okay. And then eventually you get you see him cross worlds with America's Next Top Model. They're creating capes for him. Next, next thing you know, he's a superhero. He means Project Runway. Continue. That's what I mean. He could date the girls from Next Top Model, though. I like the idea that he would. Can he date one of them? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, Maybe we'll. Since he is from the South, we should not give him too much power. Just because we don't know who he's going to go after. He could be a villain. So you're assuming that he's Southern, so he's racist. Is this what I'm getting? No. I'm saying that. What, What about the South, then? Do we have to be careful about? Why can't we pick one of these guys who's good? You're in a universe where all this stuff makes sense, but we you think have, well, reality shows do background checks, dude. <laughs> I do think they do background checks. I don't. You know what? I like this idea. I like pitching. Yeah, I like him becoming. A, I think every, not a bounty hunter, but a mercenary. Every episode, we need to think of a new show to pitch. <laughs> we seem to do As that a challenge to ourselves. I think we end up doing that um, automatically. Yeah. I think like last time we pitched season three of True Detective. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, I think we end up doing this anyways. Why aren't there fantasy movie leagues? Um, that's a good idea. But it, I think you mean it in a different way. I do. Well, how <laughs> do you mean it? I'm thinking like, oh, you would draft movies and then whatever does best at the box office. And yeah, 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 yeah. Is that what you mean? Yeah, oh, I okay. do. Um, but I do like also just thinking of how movies should be. That's actually a great idea. Um, okay, so... It's a universe where Bruce Wayne isn't famous. Am I led to believe this? You're led to believe that because nobody apparently knows who he is. Nobody knows what he looks like. Yeah. He's referred to as some Wayne guy or something. Like People don't know his full name. They show uh, up at this gala or, or party or whatever, but no one really knows who he is. And this was well before Wayne's World where they could make that joke. Mm, no. No Wayne's World jokes were made. No. Um no. And also the idea that Vicky Vale couldn't get her hands on a picture of him, which is yeah. stupid beyond She's the belief. photographer, right? Yeah. I will She's say- just a sophisticated, very wealthy, connected uh, <laughs> photographer. She has no access to images of, yeah. you know, billionaires. It's called Yahoo.com. Is, is he a billionaire in this universe? Yes, he's supposed to be. Oh, I don't know. I don't remember anyone saying anything, and it's very confusing. Yeah, because he has the Batmobile. Um, so- but I will say- that uh this is a weird side note but i remember watching the rest of the movie very stylized very 80s tim burton um but when you first are introduced to vicky vale she's wearing these glasses and like a shirt that 
nowadays would look hip. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's just looks odd to watch that because it's like, wait a minute. For a second, I was like, am I watching something that was released last year? I was very confused. Yeah, she it's did weird look how, great. how times get recycled like that. But or she was just I have a I have a theory that you know how people are saying, Oh, anything that's trendy now is gonna look stupid later. I think there are some things that just look good too. No no no. I yeah, no, I completely agree with you. I think things like uh like V necks come and go every now and then. It's like my grandpa mm-hmm. probably wore one and then for a long time it was like, No, fuck that, crew necks forever. Yeah. <laughs> and then now they're back and like people are really into the V, dude. People are into that deep V. I'm into that um, deep deep V. You get that deep V. Actually, I just wear a vest now. Yeah. I've graduated. Nice. That's how V you are. I'm so V. You're going to get that deep what V for v Vendetta? What does the V stand for? It stands for Vendetta. If so. Um, the, the, the party at his house, lame <laughs> beyond belief. Why he's so flustered and not... Why Why is the first time does he say, I don't know if I'm Bruce Wayne? That seems like there should be a clever joke that I'm not getting there. Do you know who this Wayne guy is? And then he's like, oh, no, I don't, I don't really know. Bruce Wayne says that, right? Yeah, when Vicky, yeah, yeah. the first time he talks to Vicky Vale. Well, Vicky Vale and Fort Knox are in his like costume room, and they're like, I wonder where he no, got before that one. That, I'm saying, but before, when oh. she taps him on the shoulder and says, do you know which one of these guys is Wayne? Uh, she asks him before. But yeah, the costume, yeah, oh my Way God. to do no research, you fucking journalist. Well, he's, I don't get, here's a big thing. I don't get what they're going for with Bruce Wayne. How, yeah, there's, there's no character. Can you describe to me Bruce Wayne's character in this movie? Uh, sure. Describe him as a person. Okay. Go. He has a stage play coming up soon. Mm-hmm. He's very in his own head, almost a narrator, if you will. Yeah. And he has to fight Edward Norton. I don't. Oh, gotcha. Okay, Birdman. I'm confused the whole <laughs> time. I mean, he just seems like a Mad Lib that was like half filled out. Like, there's just no personality there. They I can't. Make, I can't describe him. You know how actors and people talk about choices. You make choices. The choice seems to be we make him flustered and like absent-minded. Yeah. But not even like an absent-minded genius. He's no. not Robin Williams in Flubber, where he yeah. forgets to go somewhere, but he's a genius. He has. He seems to be not particularly good at anything. He he's not, not very funny. interested. Not funny. He's not witty he's charming when he needs to be but i think that's but just barely. i think that's just the sloppiness of the script yeah. because we see that every character becomes that later on i will say we'll that there are that. a lot of millionaires that are that awkward though i yeah. wish that he... i don't have anything if you wanted to make him mark zuckerberg that's a choice <laughs> that would be amazing but it wasn't uh it was it didn't make sense i think fundamentally this is one big problem with the movie i don't know how you make a batman movie where bruce wayne slash batman isn't a strong personality or yeah. he isn't someone who is how we, I mean, what words would you describe the typical Batman or the Batman of dark Knight returns, uh, uh killing would, joke or year one or any great, um, I would of, describe him as like a wealthy philanthropist who has a very active social life and people, but personality wise, just adjective wise, like determined, like just in dark Knight returns, oh, yeah, yeah. which is my favorite, like driven. He's just like this, He's just like a He's big an ball of indomitable will. Yeah, yeah. He's just like this weird thing where it's like you can't imagine him in a situation where he would ever give up. Right. He's just like the most driven person I'm humanly Batman. possible. And and more than humanly possible. He's actually pretty much supernatural in that book. Yeah. He's like his superpower isn't like a Superman superpower or mm-hmm. a Green Lantern. It's just like I just don't 
ever stop. I'm just always trying. Yeah. It's like it's very inspirational in a weird way. As a kid, that was very impressive to me when oh, he yeah. got like hit and the next day he's in like a shoulder sling kind of thing. Like he has bandages all over and he's like, No, I gotta keep fighting. Yes. Like, and that that goes like, through Whoa. That goes through a lot of stuff. Yeah. That's not just the Miller stuff that's like any of the animated series on yep. TV or yep. Batman Beyond or Definitely. Um, yeah. Absolutely, it's it's really it's cool and admirable. He breaks a rib and then he's fighting it again. Like, no, I'm and okay. He's doing something else and he picks himself up. Michael Keaton here seems to be super dull, not very interesting or interested in anyone. If a female friend of mine went on a date with his character, I would be like, "Don't call him again." Yeah, first that I mean brings up an actual point of why on earth did she agree to go on a date with him? <laughs> I remember when that point in the movie happened, I was like. So, well, what? How? No. And then they're at that table, and it's so yeah. stupid. But then he's magically charming after Alfred warms them both up. It's just insulting to your intelligence. I mean, people are just people just are charming when they the story calls for it. People are scared when the story calls for it. I feel like we should finish the Bruce Wayne point first, but it's just I just don't get. Yeah, he's not. I mean, think about what's what's Batman. He's uh, very interested in martial arts. Yeah. No. Well, yeah. he's a very sophisticated, he's uh, a amazing detective. He's almost Sherlock Holmes-like. Yeah. No, don't get that here. He's an indomitable will. No, don't get that here. He's uh, dark and tormented. I mean, these are like, if you don't have <laughs> to have all of them. If I named like seven key Batman things... You can make a movie that only has five or six right. or four. This movie seems to have zero to me. This isn't a person who's very tenacious, isn't super detective-y. Yeah. He's not into martial arts in any like real way. It's just like I don't get what their take is. It's just what if we made Batman boring? Yeah. I think it's just he liked the, like, the look of the suit or something. I, I mean, I Maybe. I don't know why you make this movie. All right. I'm maybe shitting on this hard. Maybe he saw... He was like, oh, Gotham City, gothic. I like gothic things. Take me to Notre Dame and get me a Batman book. He does like gothic things. Yeah. Give me a Batman book. I will use it uh, as a coaster for my coffee mug. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I feel like I should take a break from shitting on this, but uh, don't have anything nice to say. Do you think it would have been better if Johnny Depp was Batman? Huh. Maybe? Do you think Johnny Depp would make a good Batman nowadays, but without Tim Burton directing? No. Well, no. I'm not even sure of what Johnny Depp does nowadays. I'm going to be totally honest. I don't know. I've got to see Black Mask to see if anything happens. But I think it would be impressive makeup art, but I don't think it would I be. I want to see... I fundamentally have to see a Batman who's more interesting. I mean, I think Michael Keaton is interesting in other stuff. Yeah. But in a comic way and in a... It's just not... I've said this before, and I'll know. say it again. I think Bruce Willis would be an awesome Batman. Bruce Willis, yeah, like uh, an older Batman, like in. Uh, he'd be better than this, but I wouldn't want to watch it. Yeah, I just think he's like the tough crack, and like maybe not one-liner witty like Die Hard, but uh, yeah, I think he would be a much better like driven guy to be like. Is that you what you're saying though? So. You want a John McClane Batman, or maybe. No. Okay, I just didn't know if that's no, 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 not not to not, simplify it. But. Not, yeah, not John McClane, but I am making that comparison because I want him to be more cop-like, more cop-like. Yeah. Okay. And not in like a racist way. 
or like an eating donuts way. I mean, like actually solving mysteries like yeah. cops once did. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, not a uh, cops. If you're listening to this, I love you. Please don't hurt me. Uh, the only cop listening to this is Andrew, so I don't think we're in any, oh! uh, any danger. Oh, we have a friend named Andrew Cop. Sorry, people who don't know. <laughs> we just high five. Aton high fived himself and dropped the microphone. Yeah, nobody needs to know. That. Nobody saw that. I uh, just uh, who I don't would know you what like to, to say about this Batman? movie? Well, I, okay, I said I wouldn't try to glorify the Nolan movies, but. I think you have to cast someone like Christian Bale. I think you have to cast someone who's a little crazy and a little like... But who else would do that? I think Tom Cruise is really driven in that way. Um, uh, yeah. Maybe it'd be hard to make Tom Cruise he Batman. Could be a good... I get that. No, I But you need that. someone who's fundamentally like believable as crazy driven. Yeah, yeah. Like, because Tom he Cruise would... is perfect as that. He's perfect especially as Bruce Wayne. He yeah. could easily play... When I think of Bruce Wayne, I think of um, Tony Stark. Like mm. it, like Robert Downey Jr.'s performance as Tony Stark is yeah. amazing because that's exactly totally. what I think he would be like. I would totally buy a Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, in a universe where he didn't do Iron Man, Marvel I would stuff. have. Yeah, I would have been glad to see him. Jeez, uh, when you put me on the spot, it's hard to name somebody. But uh, uh, who is? I mean, the, you uh, could do Adrian... a fast. You could do a again, like in a universe where these movies didn't happen. But you could do a Michael Fassbender. Easily see that. You yeah. Could easily. I mean, someone like Tom Hardy is. What about not, like a, not hard to imagine him being driven. What about like an Anthony Michael Hall? Um, what's he been in? I guess. I don't really. Just he Dexter. was. Uh, he was. Uh, uh, You're just making Dexter jokes, bro. No, that's Michael C. Hall. Damn it! Which one is Anthony Michael? Anthony Hall? Michael Hall was the nerdy kid in the breakfast in uh, Sixteen Handles and the Breakfast Club. Sixteen and, Candles. Uh, not. You're thinking of Froyo. Oh shit! Um, that was directed by uh, John. Hughes? Waters? <laughs> John Waters? No. Um, not that we're digressing at all. Nope. So, we've got a Batman who's not interesting, who's not famous. I, I actually, in retrospect, this makes much more sense that Bruce Wayne isn't famous in this universe because he couldn't possibly be interesting to anybody. No. The, let's, let's speed it up a little. The Joker stuff. How'd you feel about him? Um, it just always felt stupid and forced. Yeah. Of all the Jokers to choose from, who's your favorite? <laughs> you mean like on page or screen or anything? Yeah. Um, I would go Ledger and then... I'm I'm a big fan of Dark Knight Returns Joker too. I think that image of him pulling back the curtain on the talk show is like one of my favorite. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of that. Yeah. And just that general take. But I don't know. You can go pretty dark with it. I like the killing joke too, obviously. Um, this all felt very like it tried to be dark, but it pulled away just enough to make it kid friendly. And it's like, I don't know if it was trying to be dark. I, again, I'm genuinely confused what they're doing because I don't know. Just the whole, this came before Beetlejuice, right? Um, cause Michael no. Keaton as Beetlejuice. No, I think this was right after Beetlejuice. I know that he did, um, he did, um, first thing Tim Burton did was, was Pee Wee. Yeah. And then he did Beetlejuice the year before, uh, Batman, but he was, I think he was in talks to do Batman already, which makes more sense. I think I can, I get why Michael Keaton seems a little less forced now because he was always already thinking of him. God, even just looking at this, I would just 
as obviously like I would just as easily see Alec Baldwin as Batman than Michael Keaton. That would be awesome. I don't have anything against Keaton and other stuff, but like I just don't. This take was just yeah. <sighs> so all the Joker stuff. Do we need to talk about a terrible shootout in the factory? I I had all these. Uh, excuse me, listeners. It's probably better for you because I had a page of notes detailing so many like quotes that were just awful so many scenes that i hated and i didn't bring them with me and it's good for uh, you guys to not have to listen to me um great. he okay it's are just we to believe awful he creates a chemical called smilex mm-hmm. it's like gas x but instead of stopping you from smiling like stopping you from having gas it gives Uh-oh. you i didn't think of it that way yeah it gives you laughter and all, too too much to a degree that you die Apparently. Yeah, I'm not sure what the chemical... That's true. Wait, what the so, fuck was so that So it's chemical? not like the chemical went wrong. The chemical was just sitting there and then he fell into it. Yeah. So what it, What was the chemical supposed to do? Right. Was this like one of those things where it was like a fruit roll-ups factory that was like, oh no, it's going to explode. What do we do? <laughs> and then like, instead of actually being like fruit roll-ups, it was just this shit that made you smile too much. Like, oh, Fuck, we did not mean to release that. Uh, yeah, that's a good point. I just don't see what... <laughs> what the fuck? What was a chemical supposed to do? It would be one thing if if it was like a combination. It was like, okay, the two things spilled together and then became... There's no way that was like, oh shit, that was going to be the formula for Coca-Cola, but like it was, it hadn't been processed yet, so that's what happens. Yeah. Like, Well, let's not look for logic there. And again, when I say I... I can't stand this movie. I can forgive a lot of little stuff. I'm fine with like little jumps in logic. Mm-hmm. Here's like what? A, well, I'm fine with like, oh, the grappling gun doesn't make sense. Or he shot it upwards and then went to the side. And even like, well, I'm not sure if I'm totally fine with this, but it was dumb. Like, so Batman gets the Joker. Um, I want yeah. to see have him like. I'm trying to remember what he just has him cornered and then but immediately within two seconds Bob has a gun to the commissioner or whoever's head mm. it's like wait how did Bob see that happen mm-hmm. and then have time to run over there okay whatever that's stupid but an example I'm trying to think of an example of the thing that really bugs me because a movie doesn't have to be realistic but a movie has to have an emotional realism to it Something that I'll give you that any movie has any movie of quality like the Lego movie has it. Mm-hmm. Lego movie's not a realistic movie, but it's emotionally realistic. It's grounded in reality. Yeah, I think people. I think people would. I th- I can imagine people. No, oh, it doesn't have to be realistic. It's about a bad person, but everything is. Everything needs to be. Everything's about a bad person. Because well, yeah, that's what I mean. Everything <laughs> needs to be about a bad person. So you got Vicky Vale waiting in the museum cafe or whatever for <laughs> Bruce Wayne. Well, get over it. It's stupid. The Joker shows up and there's a guy with a boombox. This is just the insane laziness of Tim Burton and the writers. And this writer, this was actually written by like five people, which when you <laughs> want to explain to people what a script feels like when it's written by five people, this is it. This is like the mishmash of like Ugh. boiled down shit. So Joker shows up does all this horrific stuff like you know he's like blah 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 ruins paintings comes up to her none he's of them horribly deformed none of them uh recognizable paintings either no so the um the one is of whatever um the rembrandt is like a recognizable uh, one but okay. um and then the one okay i won't go into it <laughs> but so he's horribly disfigured yeah and he approaches her and she doesn't scream 
And in fact, she doesn't even get up from the table or make any effort to leave. Oh, it's not polite. At the very <laughs> least, you stand up when this happens. You go. You're Whoa, saying anytime a burn gun- victim comes up to you, you like stand well, up and salute whole, them. A whole world, the whole uh, museum is gassed and killed. For all she knows. Yeah. Then these thugs come in, dancing around and parading around. You just would you really stay seated at your table? At fuck no. At the I would. MoMA Olive Garden. <laughs> I mean, okay, fine. I'll deal with that. Doesn't make any sense, but all right. Then he comes up to her. He's horribly scarred. And he's talking crazy bullshit. She's not that freaked out. She's not that scared. Mm-hmm. And then he <clears throat> pulls over his girlfriend, Alicia or whatever. Harley I wanted to call her Felicia. Yeah. And he goes, oh, my girlfriend Felicia here. Uh, she's a sketch. She's not finished yet. And he takes off the mask and shows his girlfriend's face. And the Joker's girlfriend has oh, yeah. the, very like, light face. scarring. Yeah! What almost looks like a birth defect. Uh-huh. It's If you saw that in a regular scenario at a cafe, at a Starbucks, you wouldn't make a big deal. It no. would be very easily to be polite about it. That's what makes Vicky Vale scream. Yeah. Now, that's what I'm talking about with emotional reality. It's like, is that seriously how you want to play it? This is uh-huh. clearly just how they thought it in the script. And it's like you're just trying to like artificially manufacture stuff. So when Vickyville has to scream, it doesn't make sense if the scene has to have her scream. It's just she has to scream, make her scream. Yeah. It's, it's just not thought out at all. So why no. would the least horrific thing to happen so far make her scream? It's then just... the Joker tries to kill her with the poison flower thing with the acid. Mm-hmm. And then she uh, throws water on his face or whatever. And then he yeah, barrels yeah. over. And so the guy who just tried to kill her five seconds ago, he's making noise. So she's really concerned. She puts her hands on him. She literally puts her hands to comfort yeah. him. Like she's going to stroke his back like, oh, it's all right, oh, Napier. No. It's happened? okay. Did you hurt? Oh, you just tried to kill Aww. me five seconds ago. Are you okay? Why? Why does that? It doesn't make sense. Even in a Looney Tunes world, if Elmer Fudd has to be concerned about Bugs Bunny, there has to be a moment where that happens. There has to be more of emotional reality, no matter <laughs> what world you're in. Yeah. You can be it's, watching Space Jam. It has to make more sense than this. It's like uh, in the new Wet Hot American Summer series, there's a part where uh, two people are getting chased by John Hamm, who plays a secret agent. Oh, yeah. And there's a part where he's chasing them, and they slow down to like make sure he's chasing them. Uh, and it, it just... It, it's so funny, because it's like, that's exactly what this is. It's yeah. like... Oh, are you? It's like almost as if she were concerned about the actor himself. It's yeah, like, it did feel like she was upset fuck? about. <laughs> it's just like I don't know. Did that make sense? My yeah. long run because I think it, it's easy to say movies don't have to be realistic, but that kind of emotional realism where I ha- this has to make sense to me. I have to yeah. be watching humans on some level, and this is not people. I mean, the way they use Vickyville is so like offensive. On to like, women? A, yeah, it's an offensive to women, but it's offensive. As a story, too. It's just like, this woman is just like, this character is just so misused as a prop. Like, yeah. it's just awful. I can't um, stand it. All right. Uh, uh, racial question. I am white. What are your thoughts on a black Two-Face? Well, <laughs> spoiler alert for the next movie. I don't think we get it. <laughs> but the black guy plays Harvey Dent. Yeah, but before they did Two Face, did they have to switch for Tommy Lee Jones? I don't. I th- Tommy Lee Jones was Schumacher. Yeah, but he we wasn't. Don't get, so the next one is just going to be Penguin, right? Yeah. And then what's the next one? Penguin and Catwoman. 
Yeah. I have to say, I haven't seen this in forever. Is, Did he do three? Is Billy D. Williams no. still in? Okay, fun fact so about Billy D. Billy D. Williams. He was born William December. D. December. Middle name Williams. December. Williams. Yeah. William Williams. Where did you learn that? I learned that too, and I love that fact. I looked it up on IMDb when I was looking at this movie. Oh, just now yeah. you learned that? Oh, that's a great fact to learn. Everybody, William December Williams. That's the worst name possible. December but Williams. Billy D. Williams is the coolest name possible. Yeah. Billy this, D. Williams. This man has spun gold. He was given the worst name possible. Well, he was clearly famous in the 70s and 80s. If he... Yeah, but he made it... Do you see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, If you yeah. gave me the worst name and I produced a name as cool as Billy D. Williams, it's pretty... That's impressive. Yeah, he had to, to be cool. He is just effortlessly cool. He's still um, alive. Yeah, I know. He's like in his 90s. I don't know if he's that old. Um, I, I mean, there's a chance he'll be in the new Star Wars. I'm hoping. Yeah. It was up. If it was up to me, I would have faked, I, which is what I'm hoping they're doing now. Like they faked, like they don't use him in the movie, but then they, they do because he's kind of on record being like, I don't. They haven't approached me yet about the movie. <laughs> so word huh. is that Billy D. Williams isn't in it, but I'm hoping for a surprise Lando cameo. Yeah. Back to the movie. Well, no, I think if December is in the next one, he's not in the one where they do. Two Face, you know that because that's yeah. Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah, yeah, I liked Tommy Lee Jones's Two Face. But are you asking would I have liked a Billy D. Williams Two Face? Sure. Oh yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, I'm fine with. I don't. I don't really care. I don't. It doesn't really bother me the idea of race in a comic book character. I yeah. Don't, I mean, maybe if you had some really big reason why that character had to be black, and then maybe you should keep him black. But the idea of like uh, black Spider Man is fine with me. Yeah. Uh, what I don't care. I don't see why that should matter. No, it doesn't. And when and it's uh, goofy. when this, the latest Fantastic Four movie came out, a lot of black comics around town were making jokes about how, and I do agree with them. Because uh, it is pretty funny. I think they made the Silver Surfer black. The Human Torch. Human Torch black. Yeah. And they were just like, why does he need to be black? Like, they were just like, it's very obvious that this is just for diversity quotas and you're trying to be cool. But, like, they just weren't, they were just like, why the Human Torch? Like, they were just yeah, almost upset. Interesting. Yeah. Well... It sounded like a movie that was upsetting to a lot of people. Yeah, well, well, I didn't watch that. It would have been upsetting had a lot of people seen it. I don't think. <laughs> I don't nice. think many people saw it. Hey, you didn't drop your mic that time. We high fived again. Nope, you high fived yourself. So, just like William school. December Williams, you kind of don't get much of him in this movie. My understanding is that he signed on to a thankless role in hopes of being Two Face soon, and uh, I actually think he would be kind of cool as Two-Face. I think when you start yeah. as Harvey Dent being so cool, um, I have to say that's not a highlight of The Dark Knight for me. Oh, I agree. Uh, Aaron Eckhart? Yeah. Well, yeah, it was very a very uh, wasted role, I think. Yeah, well, obviously, lots of people have made the, the observation that he's kind of smushed into the ending, mm-hmm. the ending's too long. I also don't ever think that movie establishes, like, you're obviously meant to believe like they always are talking to like, Oh, they have another name for Harvey Dent around here. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's got two sides to him. You never see a bad side to him. Yeah. He's in the courtroom and he like kind of yells when a guy pulls a gun on him. <laughs> That's not a bad side of somebody. <laughs> it's like, you never see two sides to him. 
But then he's supposed to be all too. I think that's a really weak part of that movie. It's Mm -hmm. like they totally don't. That that never worked for me. But uh, it would it would kind of be better if you started with someone really cool like Billy D. Williams. (laughs) I don't remember the. I have a feeling that the the Tommy Lee Jones um, and the Riddler with um, what's his name Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey. That must have been the one I watched the most. Oh, me too. Was that the one you watched? Because yeah, yeah. I had a great action figure of, I think maybe of both of them. Me and then too. I, I had pajamas that looked kind of like the Riddler, uh, and I it had they had holes so I could put my thumb through. Like you remember how the Riddler had sort of sleeves where there was like some fabric between the thumb yeah. and the fingers. I had that, and I really, uh, I thought I was pretty fucking cool with that. I love in the movie. I don't remember if the comics were like this because I don't remember reading too many Riddler comics, honestly. But oh, I didn't read a lot of comics when I was little. Yeah, I, well, I mean, even now, I haven't read too much Batman oh, with Riddler. the Riddler. Yeah, yeah, got it. Yeah. Um, in the movie, I don't remember his name, so forgive me, people, but it was something along the lines. Oh, of, I think I remember it now. Like Eric Nigma. Yeah, Enigma. Yeah. And they're like, wait a minute, Enigma. Yep. That's a mystery. I think. Like yeah. it was just so. <laughs> I can picture your George face. Clooney saying that. Yeah. Oh God, was that uh, George Clooney or Val Kilmer? Yeah, no, that was Clooney, right? Uh. I gotta find those action figures because those were pretty great. Um, not saying the movie was people. Did you like Kilmer better than there. Clooney? No, I have to wait till we rewatch them because I really I don't have an opinion. Yeah. Um, I have a f- I have a picture of Kilmer being very in my head of him being very stoic. Yeah, but I'm fine with stoic. Yep, me too. I think I think even there's stoic a difference. is better than Keaton. Yeah, I think Ke- Keaton is boring and. Uh, flustered mm-hmm. don't think he's stoic though. he's like slightly bothered <laughs> i think that i think that like um yeah i like the idea of of batman being stoic in like a monk way like i like him having like a singular pursuit and nothing can get in the way of it yeah i think batman seemed like kind of a goofy guy who couldn't talk to women who like sort of had trouble dating and then if he was gonna cause solve a crime problem maybe he was going to get around to it in this movie. I mean, it just was. It just was. It just was, man. Um, another example of it just seems like Tim Burton just likes the surface stuff. He yeah. takes all the bat stuff really literally, mm-hmm. but not enough that it's interesting. So Yeah, he made all see, of the actors get rabies shots. It was very no, weird. The time you see Keaton upside down, yeah. sl- hanging. Yeah, sleeping like a bat. And it's like, but then they don't really go for it. Nope. And then it's just the next morning he's just passed out on the sofa. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. This is a lazy Batman who sleeps around and is like, oh, wait, there's a crime? Oh. I, mean, I get it. In some comics, it's overdone that he only sleeps three hours a day. Mm-hmm. Or like in some of them, like I think it's Bane in the, uh, I can't remember the name of, was it Nightfall, where he... He doesn't even sleep. He just meditates and that yeah. somehow rests his body. I think so. Yeah. Some of that's BS. If you don't want to make that in a movie, that's fine. But he should be waking up before Vicky Vale and mm-hmm. he should be like on top of his game more. It's just like so half-assed. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let's fly through this thing. Um, what else do you have to comment on? Well, I have a question. Yeah. How did this movie do in the box office? Did people like it? Oh my god, are you serious? This was the best grossing movie, highest grossing movie of 89. It made 400 million maybe? It was a huge success. Wow. I'm going to look it up exactly, but it was enormous. And I think people really liked it. 
by and large. The critic re- critic reviews aren't all glowing, but I think just people were just so down for this. It you know just what? was the I, right timing. You know what I never understood as a kid? What? Even when they spelled out the origin story, I never understood why he was a Batman. Well, again, like you could really, yeah, there's lots of criticisms to level at this movie but like even the sh- the sh- schumacher ones he's in a cave when his parents die and then it's like flutter 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 and then the next thing you know he is a bat he is he became a bat yeah it makes it there's not a lot of it doesn't make sense at all in this movie does it nope there is no reason why he's obsessed with bats. There's a throwaway line where Knox says to Vicky Vale, like, oh, I think how tough that must be on a kid. What would that do to your brain if you saw your parents killed? Yeah. And they look at a picture of the kid being like, oh, look at that look on his face. And the kid looks totally normal. The kid doesn't even look like he dropped his ice cream. I thought that was so awful. So he's a sociopath is what you're saying. No, I just think it's, I think Tim Burton is fundamentally... A super lazy director. Mm-hmm. I think he's got Clint Eastwooditis, where Clint Eastwood doesn't seem to give a fuck. Clint Eastwood will occasionally make good movies, and I think for the same reason Burton often makes good movies, he has a reputation for no reason. You're talking about as a director, yeah, yeah, just just as a director, both of them. Um, they have a reputation. Once they're up and running, they have this reputation. Then they attract the best talent. Mm-hmm. And then they attract, sometimes in Eastwood's case, he attracts talent that doesn't need to be directed. So he gets Matt Damon and Morgan Freeman on a movie. And these guys aren't going to give performances. What movie? Because, well, Invictus, but. Oh, yeah, I mean, that it, one. Something like, I think the best example would be um, that Western um, Unforgiven, which I think is a Really good movie that Clint Eastwood directed, but I don't think it's well directed. I just think it's a phenomenal script. I loved. And it's well acted by Morgan Freeman, but you don't. Let me yeah. just finish this point. Yeah, yeah, sorry. I think he just attracts great talent. They do their thing. And then he's just kind of awkward, but he gets out of his own way enough. I think Tim Burton has that where it's just kind of like, yeah, you've got some interesting people doing costumes. And then it's just sort of like, I don't know. It's just... I see what you're saying, and I'm trying to think of the the analogy, but it's almost sort of like the band Kiss, right? Like people went to see costumes and not yeah. really the rock music itself. Ooh, yeah, I'm down. And for it was that just analogy. like, ooh, look at the shiny stuff, shiny, 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 shiny. Look what yes. we're doing. Look what we're doing. And, and it wasn't you, like, would you trust somebody who told you their favorite band was Kiss? You'd be like, what are you? No. Telling me? What do you mean? Like your favorite stage show is Kiss? Like your favorite yeah, yeah. like concert you've Action ever been figures. to? That'd be one thing. Yeah, yeah your favorite. No, I just, um, yeah, it's that Clint Eastwood-itis where, to finish uh, the analogy, Clint Eastwood will only do one take of something. He doesn't care about details. He's just, that's why. Maybe you, that is you've, his aesthetic. You've seen, no, it's not a it's not a conscious choice. I mean, you've seen the part of American Sniper with the baby, right? I have not seen American Sniper. But you know the part with the baby? I have only heard there's a part with the baby. I don't know what happens to it. Are it you dies? serious? I thought I showed you this. No. There's a part where Bradley Cooper is talking to his wife, and they're in the nursery with the baby. Mm-hmm. And he takes the baby out of the crib. And drops it. And the baby is very clearly a doll. Because the day on set, <laughs> something went wrong with the baby actor, <laughs> and they couldn't use the baby. And they use a doll, and Bradley Cooper, I think, should have won uh, some sort of 
Medal of Honor for this because he tries so hard to make it look like a real baby. People, please look this up online. It's just just search American Sniper Baby scene. That was a big thing. Bradley Cooper is rocking in his arms as he's talking and he's giving this emotional speech like, I gotta go to war, blah, blah, blah. But he's moving the arm with his thumb very gently so it looks like the baby's arm is moving. I mean, it still looks like a plastic baby. Yeah. But it's awful and it's embarrassing for a Best Picture nominated movie. I mean, it's like you watch this and it's so amateurish. But it's just like Clint Eastwood doesn't care. He doesn't care. And it's just, he just, I don't know if he really likes making movies or what, but like, it's like embarrassing to watch this and be like, dude, just don't have the baby in the scene. Just figure out a way. Okay, you're on set. I get it. You might not have had access to a baby. (laughs) So then do the scene where they don't pick up the baby. Do the scene where you maybe, you know, swaddle it a little more in cloth so you can't see the plastic parts. Just do something else. This is embarrassing. Well, it's, and I think you get that from Burton in this movie, where details are just thrown to shit. Yeah. The movie is just these surface things. He likes the iconography, and then it's just like so fucking awful to watch. Well, if you think about it, if instead of Clint Eastwood, it was Richard Linklater, he would have made sure that they had the baby, and it would film the entire nine months oh, before the baby was born, and then they would be in the nursery picking up where the baby left off. Oh, like, don't that get would me be... started on boyhood, man. <laughs> <laughs> There's a movie... Nine months of boring. Oh, my God. Uh, I felt like I was watching that movie for nine months. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we, should third boyhood. we should do boyhood as a movie. Yeah, because I haven't Not seen it. Not as bad as this. Wait, you still haven't seen boyhood? No. no. Not as bad, but uh, more overrated. Oh boy, everyone's gonna hate this. Woo! Why don't Unpopular I just sh- opinions. Why don't I just shit on ice cream while I'm at it? No, I love ice cream. And don't you know that. what? Music isn't good either. No, no, I like music. You can Stop take it. that to the bank. Um, I don't understand that phrase. Why do people think this movie is quotable? I don't think. Are I there remember. quotes from it? People think this movie is quotable. Like what? I don't know. Like the hello, devil Mr. Wayne. in the pale moonlight thing. What was that ever funny to no. you? No. The, the devil Joker in the pale says, moon? The Joker says, have you ever danced with the devil in the pale moonlight? And then the line gets repeated like four more times. It's stupid every single time. It's I don't nonsense. It. Well, yeah. I don't know if you were really... You didn't, we should admit that you kind of skimmed through it this time around. Are you going to admit no, that I've to seen it. Yeah, I've seen it before, but, but refreshing... But just now today, you, yeah. were, you didn't really watch it. Correct. Watch it. You watched part of it. Well, he says it... When does he first say it? He says it a lot of times. And then Batman says it at the end. Did you see the scene where <laughs> where the Joker breaks into Vale's apartment and uh, and Bruce Wayne goes crazy and yeah. he gets shot? Yeah. What did you think of the scene where Michael <sighs> Keaton goes crazy right before he gets shot? It was bizarre. He it just felt like, out you want to of... get crazy, man? Yeah. It was very, like, left field. Like, it just felt like it was a different movie. Yeah, it, it I, I was amazed. I didn't. It didn't feel like the same character at all. Yeah. And it wasn't intimidating or cool in any way either. Mm-hmm. But that's another story. All right, good. I'm glad I, it wasn't just me. I can't name a single fight scene or action scene I liked. Um, oh, wait. I have five things I have to say. I have five things I liked. Yeah, um, I still have to think of a fifth. Wait, I can do it. Um, I like when they drive through that rock to get into the Batcave. So there's like a hologram of uh-huh. a rock. Is that uh-huh. a, or, or does it open really quickly? 
I think it opens really quickly. So I like to open really quickly. There's multiple ways to do that. Um, I liked the scene where one of the only pieces of like direction where I go, oh, that was interesting. When they showed the two monitors, the news reporters for the first time are reporting on the Smilex thing, or it was the, it's the time where <laughs> I she know exactly goes crazy. What you're talking about. Yeah, and you see, and you're seeing this great shot of the two monitors. And one of them is obviously the one that's going out live, and the other one is like you know in a studio monitor. The people at the control panels can see the different that cameras. That felt very live comic booky. And he tur- you know, so you're seeing the guy who's on camera talking, and you're seeing the woman who's off camera going insane. But she's going insane. I thought that was really great. I, think I that did was, too. I was, was actually going to say that if you didn't. Really clever. Yeah. yeah, I was happy with that. And you know what? Later on, maybe they overdo it, but I liked the idea that the. That the news reporters couldn't wear makeup. I thought that was a really uh, that's a really fun touch. I think little things like that give me a hint of what I'm supposed to like about Tim Burton. Like that feels like okay, uh, maybe that's what I'm supposed to like. Making the news reporters not wear makeup, but uh, so there's three. I thought of three. Why did they make the rule five? Um, <laughs> all right. What else do we have to talk about? I guess we could leave it at three. The mimes. Uh, when the Joker... Oh, wait. Can we talk about that scene? What? Do you remember when the mimes are on the steps of that building? Who? What's happening? Are they giving, like, a speech? Oh, yeah. A press conference thing? Yeah, it's, it's the Joker's, like, press conference or whatever. No, it's not his press. It's someone else's talking, but then all the, there's all these mimes, and then you see the Joker come up. Right, right, and right. they open fire. Yeah. Now they're shooting at everyone with to like, anyone who still wants to defend the Michael Keaton, Bruce Wayne, Batman. Watch that scene. Please go back and rewatch that scene. The Joker's henchmen open up fire, <laughs> spray bullets everywhere. Bruce Wayne, mouth hanging open, just staring at the Joker, just walks mindlessly, practically through the bullets. Just staring at Napier to get a better look at him. This is the worst depiction of the Dark Knight detective I've ever seen. He's yeah. just dumbstruck. He looks like a terrible like American Pie movie where a, a kid sees a hot girl and, uh, and he's just walking past lockers with his mouth open. Yeah. Except you're going to get shot and I'm supposed to believe that you're Batman. Well, the whole point about Batman is that he sneaks in the shadows, right? He's like a stealthy person. Well, sometimes apparently he walks in the daylight that's with his what, mouth that's open. That's what I didn't like about this, yeah. He just, he's like very upfront. Well, at least give me, I mean, don't insult your audience. At least like let us think that maybe this Bruce Wayne guy is at least smart or competent. Yeah. I didn't fundamentally believe that he was able to be Batman in any way possible. Do you think I he had enough money to be Batman? Do you think I'll Batman that part. will be such a long-running series that it'll be like Bond? I mean, it already kind of is where you're like, who's your favorite Batman? You could say who's your favorite Bond and yeah, know exactly what it's we're talking a different about. type of series, but certainly it's just as long-running. I mean, I uh if you're asking how much longer that'll go to, I I think it will go know. on forever because I think that Batman is just such a like uh, an awesome dude. In some movies he is, in some movies he's not. I know. I just think his his entity is very relatable oh, compared to Superman, who is just a little uh, shit. I'm not sure how this will sound in ten years, but I think maybe we're due for a a collapse of the superhero movie 
thing soon. Not soon, but I think it'll happen eventually. Like, it's hard for me to imagine in 30 years we're still watching Marvel movies the same way. I agree. So, like, I don't know when that's going to happen, but do you I think, don't think it'll be infinite. Like, do you think there's a... people are talking about the Star Wars movies, I can sort of picture there being a Star Wars franchise of movies in 30 years. Yeah, that seems that. separate to me. In, in the, I, can, I can also imagine Bond movies in that way. But I can't imagine this current series of Marvel running that whole time. I think people might get sick of that. It comes out when you need it. Like, when I think of Superman, I think of the 50s. And I think of, like, little kids whose parents had just gone through the Great Depression. And, like, they need something to look forward to. And that, and then you got Superman. It's like, wow, Dad, Superman. <laughs> and, yeah. like, like, I feel like superhero movies are correlated to when times are tough. Yeah. I don't necessarily know what makes time tough right now. There's a lot of racial tension. There's a lot of economic un- imbalance. Well, we had the worst crash since the Great Depression. Yeah. yeah. So, so there's that. I mean, I guess it's just, you know, if we keep fighting the Wall Street bros, we're just going to keep getting worse movies. If we fight the Wall Street bros? What do yeah, you mean? yeah. I'm just saying, well, okay. It depends if you like superhero movies or not. Mm-hmm. I'm for economic depression if it means we get more superhero movies. <laughs> <laughs> Unpopular opinions with Aitana Taylor. <laughs> you know what? I'm anti-puppies. You know what? Well, as long I'd as it rather... brings us more Marvel movies. You if know we what? get Ant-Man 3, I'm up for killing all puppies. Yeah, yeah. you Continue. know what? What were you saying? If both of my parents lose their jobs, I'm cool with that as long as I get a... Th- fourth spider-man movie hey man if both my parents die maybe i'll become batman you never know that's deep can i have the best of both worlds can they both live to be 130 and then on their deathbed a murderer (laughs) comes and shoots both of them and then i'm like i'm 90 years old and i become batman Your grandchildren they, are like, Grandpa, what are you doing? You're they just, just like, have Shut the up. most my long, chance. fulfilling life yeah. possible. So yeah. I don't want to take away from that. But Joe Freeze still comes up and shoots him in the face yeah. in the hospital. And there, are, and there are many moments where they're like, can we take a cab to the Delphi Hotel? <laughs> and then you're like, wait, this is my moment. This is my, You're like waiting for your parents to get killed and they never do. And then this is the end. This is like right when it happens. Can we not – can we just take two seconds to appreciate – I'm – reneging on all i said about nolan i do want to sing his praises you talk about not understanding why he's batman in this movie i think they do that really well in the nolan movies it's a product of his own failures as a fearful child Mm -hmm. he's directly scared of bats in the opera yeah they leave and then his fear gets his parents killed. Yeah. And I get it. You're a kid. You shouldn't blame yourself. But he does. And then he uses his fear and he uses directly the images of the bats, which also ties to all the caves he finds. I mean, it's just, it's perfect. It works so well. <laughs> it makes so much sense. You can explain it to somebody. It's not just a boring kid whose parents were shot and I guess now he's a man bat. It's just so... I guess now he's a man... He wasn't bitten by a radioactive bat. Excuse me, bat. people. I know that Man Bat is a character in the Batman universe. Is Get it really? off my bat. Back bat. Get off my bat. Yeah, there is a Man Bat character. Oh, it's, God. It's, it's stupid. There's pretty much everything in the universe already. Like, there's a Man Bat. I forget what his deal is. 
he's like more of a bat than Batman. Like, I don't think he dresses. He has eight think, eyes. Well, I think he's like a bat version of Killer Croc. You know how Killer Croc is is sort of actually a crocodile, yeah. right? I think Man Bat is sort of actually a bat. <laughs> I think he is sort of like a human bat. That thing. just sounds horribly stupid. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> um, we're going to wrap up this movie. Um, any final thoughts? That's a wrap, folks. The I don't finale to... was dumb. Yeah. You didn't even watch it. it it's the stupid clock tower. He dies. Um, it's all about... I mean, you almost have to give them credit for caring about his dating life so much yeah i'm the one thing alfred does well he's he's got that michael Caine like i'm concerned about your well-being he almost has like a very ver- boring version of that like i've buried enough members of the wayne family i won't bury you <laughs> you know where michael Caine yeah. says that he has a really boring version of that being like well, I don't have many years to live and i don't want to bury you <laughs> yeah that's what that guy says i won't be inconvenienced I won't do it, Master Wayne. I won't bury you. <laughs> he just has a speech disability or something. <laughs> My version of Michael Caine is very uh That's very what shitty. I thought when I first went to Boston. I thought everybody there had a speech impediment. Because the first person asked where something was, he was like, Oh yeah, it's down on Cromwell Avenue. And I was like, wait, is this a British <laughs> person with like severe <laughs> talking problems? Severe talking problems. Have you played... Any Batman video games ever, Aton? I have. What Batman video games have you played? I've played Arkham Asylum. These transitions, by the way, are so shitty, people are going to think we edited it. We didn't. There's no cuts. It's just me <laughs> abruptly changing the tone of my voice. <laughs> you played Arkham Asylum. Yeah. Anything else? Did you play anything else in that series? Because that's what City? I want to ask you about. <laughs> you played City? I think so. What was the first one? First one was Asylum. Yeah. Where you're stuck in the asylum, obviously. Yeah. Much, much like the comic. Um, and the City, second one? City was the only one I played, which was, there was sort of like, everyone else, like all the citizens pretty much got out of You could play as Catwoman? Yes. That yeah. one. The Riddler left little trophies. Yep. You had the bat The vision. penguin was there. Yeah. I felt with that game, it's a problem that I think a lot of Batman stuff has in general. Yeah. It's funny because people are so like... Oh, the, he has the best villains, but it's like an insecurity where they need to shoehorn in all of the villains. Yeah. And I'm not a big fan of that. I think, like, um, the names aren't going to come to me right now, but uh, remind me some of the Batman that does that. Um, Isn't there one guy named, like, Hammerhead? He's almost like the Juggernaut, but, like... Oh, God. there's uh, it, That's the problem is when you do... Well, actually, I mean, well, Nightfall, which I previously mentioned, the Bane story... It's not a terrible concept, and also you're you're stretching it out because that's a pretty long series of mm-hmm. comics. But that's when Bane lets out all of Batman's adversaries, and then he yeah. has to fight each every one of them to re-imprison them. And then by the end of it, he's really tired, and then he loses to Bane. Hmm. Although in that comic, it seems like he could Bane could have beat him no matter if he was tired or not. But you know, you know how Eddie Murphy Hush plays was it. the other one too, which shoehorns I like everything Hush. in. Yeah. But that also shoehorns in too many villains. But yeah. You were talking about an Eddie Murphy movie. Sorry. Well, you know how Eddie Murphy plays the Naughty Professor? He plays, like, every character in that movie. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, I know that. Pretty much every character, yeah, except for Hercules, Hercules. Um, he... Or or in Jack Black's, the, uh... Naughty... Meet the Naughty Fatties. Black. No, what's th- what's his parody Norbit? No, Jack Black has a parody in Pi- uh, Tropic Thunder. 
Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, I think I do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They fart at the dinner table, and mm-hmm. then the fat guy is like, in some countries, it's considered polite or something. Yeah. <laughs> okay, continue. I want to see a movie. Like, that's only ever done in comedies. I want to see Tom Hardy mm. play Bane and Mad Max in the same movie. I guess Mad Max is an anti-hero. I want to see them, and then I want to see whatever else Tom Hardy's done. And I want to see all those characters in one movie. Now, you're familiar with... You're aware that Tom Hardy is very soon going to be in a movie where he plays two people. Yes. Okay. So it is done in non-comedies. Are you familiar? He's playing these these like uh, mafia types in a new movie called Legend, I think. Mm-hmm. Do you know? Okay. Yeah. But you want this in an action comic book movie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'd be happy to see that. Yeah, yeah. I love Bane. That movie has a lot of problems. Mm-hmm. And rewatching it for this will be painful and fun. Mm-hmm. But, uh, but I still like his Bane. I like Bane because I like his lack of powers. He ma- He's a good matchup for Batman because he's not like... A super like he is superhuman, yes. but he's not like fell into a vat of chemicals crazy. Yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, he's like Especially, a good match. He's strong, so he can match Batman. Is like very physically capable. Yeah, but also Bane in uh, a lot of de- uh, depictions is super smart as well. Right, which is another great match. Yeah, you don't want Batman. Batman can't fight dumb people. No, he should only fight really smart people, even if they're smart in a Joker way. Where right, they're, right. But they're but they have their wits together. Yeah, he's not like beating up kids from New Jersey who steal people's hot dogs. Well, I mean, Killer Croc and Man Bat are kind of. T- I don't think they're known so, for yeah. their intelligence. Yeah. I mean, probably Mister Freeze is considered really smart and all those people. But my wife, um, I must keep her alive. Was did you like Asylum or City? Because I remember being very disappointed with Arkham City. I loved Asylum. Yeah, I didn't like City as much. I kind of want to play Asylum. I just don't. But maybe those video games just don't appeal to me. I loved the aesthetic, and I loved that it was more of a detective thing. You had to solve mysteries Interesting. to get yeah. to the next level. That's what I really liked about it, is that you had to pick up clues and be like, wait a minute, is this thing the Joker, or is this thing another person? Like You had to figure out where they were going to be. And normally I don't like games like that, but since I was very interested in the Batman universe, I was yeah. like very sucked into it. I did, yeah. I mean, City I think had some of what you're talking about with the detective mode and stuff, but yeah. it also felt like just just button mashing. Yeah, when there was you're... a point to that where it got to that point, but yeah, maybe I'm just nitpicking because I remember being very let down by the story. I also had this thing where the video game was tracking your progress being like oh you're 30 percent of the way done yeah and so i was following that but that really meant all the achievements and stuff too mm. so i got to a point where it said you're 49 percent done i'm like oh cool i'm almost halfway and the story ended <laughs> and i went wait i thought this was like the midpoint and it was like nope that's the finale of the game you just didn't do all the joker riddler side quests <sighs> so i was very let down with how that game ended because of my own stupidity yeah so well, Batman, yeah, we could talk about Batman forever, and I think, well, yeah, not the movie, in two mo- yeah, in two movies from now, yeah, uh, Wait, but yeah, we will definitely be talking about him. Which one is the next one? That's not called Forever. No, 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 it's Batman Returns. Returns. Is it just World Returns? Yeah, um, we could talk about Batman forever, and we'll do uh, we'll talk about the books too, maybe. 
I would love want to, to talk about some uh, some comics. Actual Black comics? Mirror is one of my favorites. That's what I was trying to think of earlier. Was uh, we were talking about Black Mirror? No, no, no. no, no. Black we were... Mirror is the show about fucking technology. Taking no, what's over. it called? Black. Black. No, it's broken. No, it's <sighs> Broken Mirror is a book about. You go look on your shelf. It's right there. It's gotta be right there, right? Broken Mirror is a movie about dysmorphia. Um, it is. It is called Black Mirror. Is it? Yeah, it's the same name as the show. Huh. Yeah. Well. That's what I thought. Okay. Um, Fair. There's, yeah, I think people, anyone interested enough to listen to this will probably know all the big ones, but we can talk about Black Mirror. Uh, uh, I don't know if you've ever read Batman The Cult. Where no. He's, uh, we're, we'll talk about that. That'll be fun. Um, um, we could talk about, uh, uh, oh, fuck, what was the... T- what was the TV show where Batman was a teenager and he and the, the Batman was an old guy? Uh, the current one, you mean? No, no, no. Uh, Gotham? No, no, no. This is an animated series. Batman Beyond? Batman Beyond. Yeah. I loved and hated that shit. It was weird. Is that still on Netflix? Because I watched might be. a few episodes of that. It was very entertaining to me as a kid. That's a good Batman. Yeah. I remember like even just from a couple episodes just recently rewatching i was like i agree a good it's a grizzled old man yeah batman but, yeah uh, that's a good depiction of, of batman well See, i liked people, it we because don't he everything. was he was still calling the shots but he had this teenager going out for him that's a great dynamic you can never imagine michael keaton with like a young upstart right. person but right yeah it's true it's good to have him grizzled and like jaded knowledgeable and everything yeah. yeah batman almost has to inherently be jaded or if, if not suspicious of everybody yeah um well that's batman we'll uh we will return for batman returns we think oh i see what you did there with the penguin and all of the awfulness that is that movie that movie is even more interesting you know what yeah. happened with that they wanted it to be like a kids friendly movie and then they're yeah. like we can't do mcdonald's toys from this awful <laughs> s&m costumes and like <laughs> you made the penguin into something very disgusting Sexual. and not kid friendly yeah yeah although i have a feeling when we discuss the penguin we're gonna I have, have a lot, to have a lot of we're it. gonna have a lot of donald trump comparisons oh, yeah. to make There's you know a who else political I story to, to that right yeah i think that's gonna happen out of Donald Trump. Uh, I might save it for that episode. I oh, have a couple of comparisons. You know what? Let's save it for that episode. <laughs> yeah. Aton.